This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Another day, another pod. That's it. Nick and Jules. I was going to call you J Money. Did oh, you have a okay. nickname in high school? Nah, not really. Oh, J Dog sometimes. Did you actually get J Dog? That sounds made By up. By a couple of people. Yeah. Well, it's not bad. I J-Dog. didn't really like it though, but we ran with it. I what about like, you? Oh, uh, most, here's the thing. Most high school nicknames, they're usually quite offensive or like they're a bit rude because they're supposed to tease you at the same time. It's fine. You can tell us when all the No, no, I, I'm not. I, I probably am ashamed of mine. I was about to say I'm not ashamed of it. But then if I told you what it is, you'd be like, Nick, you're a bad person. So in, I got it in, I think year nine and uh, we were reading The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Right. Um, set in World War II, Holocaust times. Mm-hmm. And the book refers to Aryans, like, you know, like Hitler's ideal dude. Oh. Because I was, you know, I'm a tall guy. I had, I mean, I shaved my head now. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, no. And people were like, what's an Aryan? And Mr. Scholar, my English teacher, was like, um, oh, Nick, get up here. Get to the front of the class. Hitler would have loved Nick. Wow. And so what an example. The variations of the nickname... Was, was generally like Nazi Nick. Great. Which is awful, obviously. Yes. I well, hope that teacher's not around anymore. He was actually, aside from that, I actually, he was one of my favorite teachers. It was a real weird moment. Be <laughs> like, Mr. Scholar, bed. you've really buried me here. Um, <laughs> but it's a, it's an awful nickname, but it's especially bad when your friends would call you that in front of people that didn't know the backstory. Mm. And especially because I started to like, I had a buzz cut probably in years 11 and 12. They're like, so who I, is this questionable who character? Who is this skinhead with the nickname mm-hmm. Nazi Nick? And I That's was like, it. guys, I'm not actually, I'm not, I have to explain. So I've been doing a lot of backtracking and making up for that since then. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And it's not great that I do like listening to Kanye West these days, but. Even out with some Taylor Swift? You have to balance it. Uh, yeah. Pretty good show lined up for you today. Plenty of stuff in the can. Thank you for tuning into the pod. Thank you. We're going uh, down another Nick route with Nick Curios. A uh, little Shakira love from you two and why I'm on a dating app. Yeah, but I have one's... a boyfriend. <laughs> if, if Peter's listening to this, I've got questions. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk soon, but I've got questions. Sounds like a threat. Hey, enjoy the pod. Nick, I am on Bumble and yes, Jesus. I am in a relationship. <laughs> Jules, this is this is really showing your hand quite early on in the show, isn't it? It like, is, but it's... no, I'm not in an open relationship, as someone would assume. But well, I... you are doing long distance with your boyfriend. Yes, it's only been a few weeks now. But I mean, is it? It's lonely. No, I no, no. It. I understand. Well, it's lonely for friendship, and I've moved to a new place. And Bumble has this cool feature, if you haven't checked it out, it's yeah. called BFF. It's it's like matching and swiping for friends. Mm. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Mate, because everyone, everyone that's on any of the dating apps right now is currently sitting in their cars, rolling their eyes, being like, what an absolute psycho. It works. It's wholesome. I met one of my best girlfriends through Bumble. I was more nervous than going on an actual date. Oh, we started dating, but then we became friends. <laughs> no, because what it is... And the Tinder equivalent is, and you see this occasionally, like I'll be, you know, I'm on a couple of days, oh, the one day I'm on Tinder and I have, see the buyers and they go like, not here for hookups, uh, just looking to be friends. I'm like, shut up. But that's essentially what the platform is for. So you can turn on the dating app if you're oh. looking for someone like that. You can turn on BFF if you just want friends. And I think there's a lot of people that, you know, maybe start of the year have moved to a new place, new job. They yeah. want to find their new people. I don't disagree that, that people need to make friends and find friends as an adult. That is, you know, it's a pretty, it's a harder thing to do as an adult, certainly, but I'm just, there's better ways to do it. Go, you've got, you know, you've got plenty of hobbies. Go take up one of those yeah. hobbies. You'll meet people doing it. Jules, they're going to be, here's the thing. You're going to meet people on <laughs> the BFF thing. You're yep. going to meet them. Mm-hmm. 
and they're not going to want to be just friends, Jules. They're not going to want to be just friends. You don't know that. They can specify they're in a relationship. It's all good, like me. And that's what I've done. And it was weird because I was in this, like, uh, this experience, this universe where I was showing my boyfriend my profile, like I was setting up a dating profile, I was showing yeah. him my pictures. I'm like, is that going to get me matches? Like, oh, you, you say so you have to match. You can't just like shoot a message. Yeah, across. you got to match with them, and then See. you start talking. And who makes the first move? Because it's both girls that I'm looking for, right? That sure. that either of you can message, and are they going to reject me if they don't message me in time? Have you like, had any messages so far? How's it going? I've had six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to six people. Christ, it's like, it's a lot for time uh, management. Made, made any plans to meet up? Well, I did ask one um, if they will accept this rose. And yeah, they said yes. So oh, you didn't got, get ghosted. That's nice. No, we've got a date uh, for this weekend. But what, yeah, what I'm just doing? like asking my boyfriend, like, what do I wear? It's just like such a weird scenario. We'd where... love to talk to your boyfriend about this. That is, maybe we'll try that. That's your boyfriend, Peter's got to have some questions because it's a very strange behavior. But hey, it, it is a little bit time consuming sometimes. You oh, know, certainly. Getting back to people, you know, I want to find the right person, want to find the right friendship. You want them to come to you. Yeah. So maybe I could just like streamline it. We have got our own social pages, Hit Network, if you want to check them out or Nick and Jules on Instagram. Would you (laughs) set that up? Absolutely do not use our socials to get in contact with Jules' friends. Because you're going to, we're going to have a bunch of people try to be your friends. They're not going to be sending, they're going to be sending pictures, Jules, and they're not ones that I want to see in the inbox. All right. Producer Matt. He can just filter it for us. He doesn't have any other things to do. It seems really Fine. over the moon with that. Yeah, HR's getting involved with this one. Jules, I am a huge fan of Shakira. Oh, yes. The pop star, the sensation. <laughs> the, I'm glad that the, I'm learning this about you. Yeah. I uh, love her because back in 2010, when South Africa were hosting the World Cup, the Soccer Football World Cup, yeah. um, this banger came out. We did dancing. I mean, and yes, she is probably known for other songs as well, like this one. So I'm a big fan of Shakira because uh, it just takes me back to that sort of 2010. I'm a 15-year-old sitting on the couch watching soccer. <laughs> and that that's song, what got you over the line. Oh, I just love her. So, you know, imagine how heartbroken I am. In the last year, she's been absolutely going through it, Jules. Uh, she has divorced after 11 years, separated from her... Husband, former Spanish soccer star, Gerard Piqué. Oh, dear. Uh, which obviously divorce sucks, you know, whatever reason it happens for it is unfortunate. Things yes. don't work out. Um, but God, it's been so good watching what's happened since then. What do you it mean? it has not been, it has not been a friendly split by oh. any stretch of the imagination. The battle of the exes. Battle of the exes. Look, it's been a bit, uh, been a bit feisty, a bit catty because, you know, the divorce might've happened because of some cheating that's gone on. Um, so much so that over the past, I think this is like the, over the weekend, even Jules, last mm. week or so, Shakira's released her own diss track aimed at both her ex-husband, Piquet, and the new girlfriend. Going to need a translation on that. <laughs> She's saying, you've, you know, you traded a Ferrari for a Twingo, which is a, you know, a less good car. You traded a Rolex for a Casio. Wow. You know, she's 45, but, you know, you could have, I'm worth more than two 22-year-olds because the new girlfriend's 22, of course. He's Jeez. obviously gone for a younger model there. So it's an amicable split. Oh, not in the slightest. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the part that I find to be the worst of it all because obviously it sucks and it sucks to have your relationship put up on display in front of the entire public. Yeah, absolutely. No one's going to say otherwise. Uh, but so Shakira and Gerard Piquet, they, when they were living together, when they were in their happily married home, married for 11 years, they have kids together. Um, they were living in a, a mansion, mind you, a mansion. Yeah. That mansion was right next door to 
the soccer player, Gerard's parents. So yeah. he's currently left to go off be with the new girlfriend. Yes. So Kira now has to live to her, her ex. She lives next door to her ex-in-laws. Oh, that's got to hurt. That is uncomfortable. Surely and, you would ask in the divorce, in the settlement, to just say, hey, can you have the house and I'll live elsewhere? It. I'll go grab a motel. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go find something. It. I'll get an Airbnb. That's fine. Yeah, 100%. She's got to have way more money than he does anyway, I would imagine. But to cap it off, uh, I guess she's making the best of a bad situation. Good for her. Uh, she has, rather than, I guess, just sitting inside and sort of moping about and looking oh. out the window and, oh, poor man. Bathing she's, with um, her millions. The, uh, the, uh, the ex-mother-in-law, a lady named Montserrat Bernabeu, uh, which is Gerard's <laughs> mum, I guess, has noticed a black witch on a broomstick mounted on the terrace of Shakira's house in Barcelona. What? Shakira's gone and bought Halloween decorations and pointed <laughs> them directly at the ex-in-laws. What did you say? A black witch? A black a black witch covered in like a black coat. She's got like a skeleton, like a Halloween decoration. It's it looks quite ghastly. <laughs> it sounds menacing. But Shakira's showing that despite the fact that she's forty five year old and you know the new girlfriend might be twenty two, Shakira might actually have the mentality of an even younger woman there. <gasps> wow. I look forward to though, not seeing how this plans out. I want to hear the diss track of the ex mother in law. Because I think that's going to happen. She's going to have a lot to say. She's going to have a lot to say. I'm not going to understand a word of it because it's going to be in Spanish, but I'm going to look forward to it anyway. We've recently heard of a Victorian Reddit user who was docked five hours pay for being on their phone during their shift. That is rough. I know, the poor guy, but he's taken to social media. He's got plenty of support. Mm. And, you know, there's, I believe if you've worked in hospitality, you have experienced some horror story. Uh, you can call us 131060. Share us yours. Matt, we've been reminiscing, producer Matt, rather, uh, during the break of our time in hospitality. You've lived through the crap yourself. <laughs> yeah, it was a real journey. Uh, I worked at a pub in regional uh, Queensland, so sure. things got hectic. Yes. Um, but the one specific day, we're talking horror stories, it was the day of a race day. Yeah. So, you know, the country girls, they like to have fun, get dressed up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately... Race day, that's when the human population, specifically the Australian population, is at its worst. Yes. Oh, very much so. So they arrived by the busload to our yeah. little pub. Good. And when I tell you, for the amount of drinks I wasn't serving, mostly they were on waters at this point. Right. How they managed to throw up oh. so much oh. in every hole that could be found, <laughs> urinals, toilets, that weird vase thing we had in the back corner with sticks coming out of it. No, it's a weird everywhere. little magic they can do where they can do, it's not water into wine like Jesus did, it's water into you don't want to know. That's disgusting. Yeah. The bathrooms at those places must be hot. Like all, all, most restaurant bathrooms are a bit grim anyway. Yeah. And look, I, we mostly definitely made sure there wasn't crossover between the bar rags and the toilet rags. Matt, were you in charge of delegating for junior hospo workers to have to clean those, or were you part of the whole all hands on deck? Sadly, there? that day was early in my career at the pub. Oh, so you were the big boy was in there. Mm. <laughs> do, you was do, do you do right. remember this happened? I don't know when this, this would have been. Maybe like 2010. This was a while back, but this is I think near Sydney, sort of Coogee Bay, Manly area, and there was a restaurant there, like a hotel. And talking horror hospo stories, they like this family ordered like gelato and they got served chocolate gelato, and then it subsequently turned out to be human <gasps> poop. I do remember how this. Does, what? How does that come to be? Well, that's what the lawsuit, the, the, the big law, the case <laughs> proceeding. How did you make that mistake? Well, well it it's not like kind of a mistake. <laughs> it, it's not like the freezer and the bathroom looked exactly the same. I think for whatever reason, and I don't I don't think they've actually ever gotten to the bottom of this, but for the what I, thank you. Uh, that's why they put me behind the mic. Um, I think it's something along the lines of a 
staff member put it in an ice cream container and then just put it in the freezer? As you do. Oh, mate, if I had a dollar. <laughs> it's interesting to see how your career panned out in the hospitality sector. Bad news if you're a fan of tennis, because you might have missed this yesterday afternoon, but some awful news for Australians. The Australian Open has been rocked by the sudden withdrawal of tournament drawcard Nick Kyrgios. Considered Australia's main hope, Kyrgios has been forced out by a knee injury. What are your thoughts on Nick Kyrgios, oh, Jules? Because I know, I know he's quite a, he's a bit of a polarising dude. You either love him or you hate him. Yeah, he definitely puts on a show. So yeah. I think if you're a tennis nut, you love it. But he does create a few headlines. But you know, I just feel for all the people that would have bought tickets for, oh. you know, further down the track in the Oz Open and going, now I probably won't see him. He's probably, he was definitely the draw card. Like he's why you would go. I think my sister has tickets, like uh, like a ground pass to one of the days. And nice. she was hoping to catch a game. I thought, oh, you yeah, know, that, that kind of does suck. Um, yeah, whether you think he's a wanker or not, which he kind of is, but he also backs it up, so that's fair play to him. <laughs> um, you know, anyone that's getting injured and can't do what they're supposed to do, that does suck. Um, things do get worse for him, though. Nick Kyrgios's day is unlikely to get better. He was photographed on Elizabeth Street, appearing to break two laws on one scooter, no helmet, and carrying a passenger. He will be spoken to. It's been reported to us. So because it has been reported to us, we'll reach out to Mr Kyrgios through Tennis Australia. The fine for no helmet... $231, carrying a passenger, 185 That's Chief Commissioner Shane Patton there from the Victoria Police saying, hey, Nick Kyrgios, you've got to start taking your health and safety seriously when you're on the e-scooter. Naughty, naughty. The you're irony this. and the coincidence of pulling out for a knee injury after being caught doing something dangerous on an e-scooter is very funny and very suspicious. Yes, I do love how um, they've had to reach out to his people. It's like, no, no, you can't just text him through the number he's registered for the e-scooter. That won't work. Yeah, you can't get him through the app. What is it? Uh, what's the, the green one? Like, Lime, oh, Lime or the around? neuron ones. Yeah. yeah. Bad stuff. Uh, whether or not you're being safe on the scooter, whatever. Like, he's a pro tennis player. If he wants to, you know, mess about, who cares? But the timing just seems a bit sus, doesn't it? Oh, it is very funny because that, that happened from what I was looking at all the articles and stuff. That was happening about yesterday morning, maybe even Sunday. Oh. And then, yeah, yesterday afternoon, I caught that on the news. I go, this is, Nick, what happened? <laughs> what happened to set? Because, you know, if the paparazzi were up in his face taking photos, snapping pics, Probably easy to hit a curb, do a flip and land on your knee. Very true. It is supposedly tennis related, but I mean, did you catch that? He's going to get fined. Oh, the poor thing. It's not like he has any change to spare. No, I think it said, they said 285 or something oh, for the no bad. helmet. 185 for having a passenger, who also I don't think was wearing a helmet. Mm, naughty. I'm not sure. But you're right. Rough, rough for Nick Kyrgios. I'm thinking of him. Shed a tear today for him. It's an expensive time of year for everyone, Mm -hmm. Nick Kyrgios included. So I think it's only fair that as a show, we do something to help out the little guy. Uh, We'll start a GoFundMe for Nick Kyrgios. Oh, yes, of course. Head to the website, of course. We'll try and get him back on his feet. Nick, you know you're getting older when you get excited about certain purchases. Yeah, look, I, I get it. I'm not quite there myself. I still have a, a bit of a okay, bit of energy in my step. Okay, we're two years difference. Come on, mate. And that's an important two years. I'd just <laughs> like people listening to know. Um, what's going on? Okay, well, I um, I got excited about half-price Tupperware containers on Jesus the weekend. Christ, mate. This is This is how we're opening the show. With just like, you know, what's the most exciting thing that you can't wait to talk about? That's right. That's where we're at. All right. I, sure. um, no, I, like a new job, new house. I'm sort of getting everything organized. Start of the year, everyone wants to get their things in order. And okay. I said, you know what? That deal is too competitive at Woolies. I want to get my Sorry. different colored Tupperware sorted. I want to get my food storage sorted. I want to be setting myself up for the best way. New year, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I understand. Can we make this not sound like too much of an ad just by the way? Because at the moment it sounds like a live read for Woolworths mm-hmm. or Coles or whatever it is. Yeah. No, so what happened was on the weekend I was pacing the aisles back and forth. I finally found the section that I wanted and there was something that was not meant to be there. Nick, I've sent you a photo on Facebook. Yeah. Can you open it up? And amongst the plastic containers, can you see <laughs> something that shouldn't have been there? So Jules sent me a picture of the shelves that she's got there. A bunch of, uh, is it decor? Now it's sounding like an ad. Yeah, that's bunch on of, you. A bu- bunch of Tupperware. And uh, in one of the... <laughs> Not meant to be there. Wow. Um, in amongst the shelves, in amongst the Tupperware, in front of all the one liter containers is a, it kind of looked opened, a pack of <laughs> pregnancy tests. Yes. What? So I'm trying to figure out what brought us to that moment. It wasn't me. I wasn't going, okay, I'm staring at the Tupperware containers and now I want to get this. But who has discarded it there till they've got to that point? Well, you've had a really interesting shopping situation, if if that's where it's ending up there. Because what it means is, one, uh, you're like yourself Mm -hmm. and you you, you, you do need Tupperware. That's right. But they're obviously shopping on a limited budget (laughs) and they're going, you know what? Might be pregnant, mm-hmm. might have, you know, uh, had some adventurous weekends in the past. Yes. But hard to pass up a deal. Yes. Hard to pass up a deal. That's right. That or, poor kid. That poor kid that's going to come to the world potentially. <laughs> oh, that's or maybe what, they're hoping gross. on the other side, this is not going to happen because I'm trying to get my life in order first and just work out what I'm having for lunch tomorrow. Alternatively, they could be just looking to, and I don't want to be gr- too gross here early in the show, store the pee in the container. And then no! Secondhand, let's go back, get the, um, cause it's hard to, I got to mention it's hard to pee on a stick. I haven't done it in recent years. No. Ever. Actually, recent years, last 20, <laughs> last 27 of them. Alrighty. Um, so it looks like a good deal. 620 for pregnancy tests though. Yeah. I don't think that's the actual uh, price. Let's put that up. Nick and Jules on our Instagram if you want to see that. And, uh, if you are in need of pregnancy tests, looks like, <laughs> looks like Coles have plenty of them. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.